The Voice of Possibility with Reverend Jonathan Kwabla Africa Hali of ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Nelsuman, Accra, Ghana. This message of faith is life transforming, anointed to help you discover your right positioning and mission in God's kingdom. It will help you break from past negative perceptions and empower you lead an overcoming life. Now, receive Reverend Afrique. May I welcome you once again the Lord bless you for coming. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. Are you ready for God's word? Say after me, Lord, increase my faith. Wow. What a prayer. So we are examining this prayer by the apostles of Jesus Christ. The title of this series is Lord increase our faith faith is required not only that increased faith is needed to overcome mountains to move mountains Lord increase our faith can I tell you this faith makes things happen in the kingdom of God, nothing happens without your faith. We have said that increased faith means one or two things. Number one, that if there is increase, then there can also be a decrease. It's a motion. If there is an increase, then there can also be a decrease. Increased faith, decreased faith. Your faith is not static. Your faith is not automatic. Thank you, Father. So in Romans chapter 1, verse 17, when we are told the judge shall live by faith, he says that faith must be progressive from glory to glory, glory to glory. It must be progressive. Amen. Increased faith means that it can also decrease. Number two, increased faith also means that faith is capable of growth. Please learn these things. Because we don't have blind faith. It's not a myth. It's not magical. It's a reality. We know it. If you have it, you know it. If you don't have it, you know it. Increased faith means faith is capable of growth. Number three, if it is capable of growth, then faith is a living organism. Faith is like a living thing. Indeed, the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. The just, the believer, the Christian shall live by faith. So there is a living faith, which is also called a functional faith. Functional faith. The just shall live by faith means the just shall function by faith. Understand this. So we have established that if there's increased faith, then there are degrees, levels, dimensions of faith. Faith is in levels. How much you can do, how much you can overcome, will depend on the level of your faith. 
Faith is my responsibility. If you don't want to be responsible, hearing the sound will make you young. Faith is my response to God's ability. So it is called responsibility. I can respond to God. Faith is our response to God. When God speaks to you, your response is faith. We have great faith, Matthew 8.10. We have little faith, Matthew 6.30. 16.8. 8.26. 8.28. 8.29. 8.26. Little faith, little faith, little faith. He kept telling them, Oh, you of little faith, please write this thing down over the week. Go back to the word and read these things. Because faith can only be gotten in the word of God. We have strong faith. Abraham's faith. We are told, in spite of the contradictions surrounding him, in spite of the contradiction of his own body, he believed God. Not growing weak in faith, but strong in faith, glorifying God, praising God. If you study the levels of faith by the scriptures I have given you, you will see the behavior or the character of each of them. Weak faith will be doing something. Strong faith will be doing something. Great faith will be doing something. Amen. So there are levels. But there cannot be no faith at all. <laughs> there cannot be zero faith at all. Because the just shall live by faith. You, can, you shall live by faith. That is what God says. What we all have per time is the minimum level. A minimum level of faith beyond which you cannot draw. Amen. Romans chapter 12 verse 3 says, each one of us have been given a measure of faith. Romans 12 3, a measure of faith. A measure of faith. A measure of faith. Amen. So minimum faith. Minimum faith. That must be increased. I'll be telling us the necessity of faith and why we must endeavor to increase our faith. The apostles realizing that the near impossibility of that demand as for increased faith. Amen. What is faith? Why do we need faith? Said it ought to be there before you have to increase it. So, for this series, we are asking three questions. If it must be increased, what at all is faith? Number two, how important is this thing called faith? And then, how do we increase it? Today, the necessity of faith. Why faith at all? Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, For without faith, for without faith, it is impossible. If you stop there, that is the trust of the passage. 
For without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must, must, must. That is the necessity. Not may, but must. Must believe. The word believe is faith. The necessity of it. Why? Why you must have faith? Coming to God, you must have faith that he is. And that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Wow. Please look up. Have you been told that you have to seek God diligently? If you have not been told, the Bible is saying it. Faith is a diligent pursuit. Not only is it a necessity, but it requires diligence to get it, to increase it. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. For without faith, it is impossible to please him. And that whoever comes to God must, must believe that God exists. Not only that, he rewards those who seek him in diligence. May I help somebody say the word diligence. Say that again, diligence. You know what that means? A little more work. A little more work. Hebrews 11.6 tells us about five things. Number one, that faith is a must. Faith is a must. You cannot do without it if you're a believer. That's what it means. Faith is a must. Whatever it is, even if you don't understand it, it's a necessity. You can't do without it. As a child of God, faith is necessary for any relationship with God. Any transaction with God requires faith. Even in emergency. You see, Jesus, listen to me, Jesus, our God will not break the rules of engagement. Although he's the God of mercy, he will always remind you that this is the requirement. Even in showing you mercy, he will tell you, this is what you ought to have done. Thank you, Father. Look at me. Can I tell you this, child of God? <laughs> the just shall not live by mercy. You, the believer. There is no way in God's word that says that we are to live by mercy. You know what is mercy? But four times in the Bible, no scripture, no scripture, no scripture has ever been repeated four times. Except this one. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. If you thought three, three is enough. No, four. The just shall live by faith. Number one, Habakkuk 2, 4. Number two, Romans 1, 17. Number three, Galatians 3, 11. Number four, Hebrews 
10, 38. The just shall live by his faith. Amen. The necessity of faith, number two, faith makes all things possible. Faith makes all things possible. Mark 9, 23. That's what Jesus told the father of the petitioner. Faith makes all things possible. In Mark 10, 27, Jesus had made a statement. For with God, all things are possible. The same chapter 9. For with God, all things are possible. Voice of Possibility will be back soon. We hope you are being blessed by this message. For counseling or further inquiries, there are ministers of God just waiting to hear from you. Call after this broadcast on the following hotlines. 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Welcome back to Voice of Possibility. And he told the man that needed a miracle. If you can believe, all things are possible. What are we talking about here? All things are possible to God and all things are possible with a believer. What is the difference? Mark 9, 23, the believer. Mark 10, 27, God. The difference is that with God, God doesn't need faith. God doesn't need faith for things to be possible. He dwells in the realm of possibilities. But the believer needs faith for things to be possible. So all things are possible to God. Without faith, he is God. The believer, for everything you conceive, everything inspired by God in your belly to come to pass, your faith is required. Number three, faith is a starter pack for any relationship with God. I'm trying to comment on Hebrews 11.6. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. Anyone who comes to God must believe, must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him in diligence. So, number three, on Hebrews 11.6 is that faith is the starter pack for any relationship with God. So he said, anyone who comes to God must believe. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. That is the first thing. Hebrews 11.6, the necessity of faith. Number four, faith is a diligent pursuit. Faith is a journey. The Christian life is a journey. It's a journey of faith. And it requires diligence. Chapter 12, verse 2 of Hebrews says, Jesus is the originator, is the beginner, is the author, and the finisher of our faith. So Jesus himself passed through what we are passing through. Thank you, Father. You don't need faith in heaven. You don't need faith in heaven. All things are possible there. But you need faith on earth. To transact business with heaven. You need faith as a believer on earth. To transact business with God. That makes you extraordinary person. If you don't want 
to be as ordinary as any unbeliever, then faith is something you must work on. Amen. Lastly, on Hebrews 11, 6, why faith? Faith is rewarding. Those who seek him in diligence are rewarded. For it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. He's a rewarder of those who seek him in diligence. May your faith give you reward. I said, may your faith bring you reward. Amen. Hear me. The difference between uh, grace and faith can be seen in Hebrews chapter 6 with the word reward. 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 You don't get reward for grace. It is a gift of God. So you don't get reward for it. You get reward for your faith. But that is not a gift of God. But that is the response of the believer. You get reward for your faith. Faith. Because it comes from the believer. It's rewarding. Grace. It comes from God entirely. It's a gift. The Bible didn't say we shall live by grace. Check the Bible. Because recently many of us love grace more than faith. The Bible never, ever said we shall live by grace. But four times, the just shall live by faith. So work on your faith. Can I show you in closing today how to work on your faith? How to work on your faith? Okay, Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 17. There's only one source. Please, not too many sources. That's why you should be happy. It's not confusing at all. It is never confusing at all. Only one source. Only one container for faith. And that is the word of God. The word of God. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That is the only source, authentic source. Any other thing is telling you the behavior of it or how to activate it. Two things. There is a source of faith and there is how to activate faith. Installation of faith is different from generation of faith. The word of God, the Bible, is the only and one and only source of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Making the word of God the container of faith. If I put it that way, you will take it home. Amen. In Luke chapter 22, we see how Satan attacked the faith of Peter. Luke 22, 31 to 33. So, if you don't know this, you'll be criticizing the behavior of Peter 
his denier, his betrayer, that bad attitude he put up was simply because Satan had attacked his feet. Jesus told Peter, Satan has just asked me permission to sift your feet. But I have prayed for you. I have prayed for you so that your faith will not fail. Listen, it, it doesn't fail. There's, it comes to ground minimum. I've said it many times. This one too illustrated it. He said, I have prayed for you so that your faith will not fail. So Satan attacked him with all manner of things. He went to prayer mountain. Instead of increasing his faith, he went to sleep. <laughs> on and on and on. Then adversity came. He started hiding. He started betraying. He started fighting. And Jesus saw him and looked at him eyeball to eyeball. And Peter could not hide anymore. The things we do in the absence of your watcher. I pray for you. One of these days, may your watcher see you. The good news is that if your watcher catches you, it is to help you. You know, Jesus went back for Peter. He said, Peter, you are not running away. <laughs> you are going nowhere. <laughs> Come back, Peter. Come back, Peter. There's something you ought to have done, you didn't do. That's why. That's why. Faith is so important that for you to be grounded, Satan will ground it. So, my dear, I have told you the source, the source, the source of faith. faith. If you don't like my saying, read the Bible, I will tell you, occupy yourself with the word of God. That's a modern way of saying it. Occupy yourself with the word of God. Keep coming to church, keep listening to the word, and get the congregational faith. It doesn't last. The congregational faith doesn't last. It prepares you. So you are giving scriptures. Now, this message will be trans, uh, transcribed and sent to you. If you don't read it, you won't build your faith. The scriptures provided. If you don't go back and read them, or as you read them, you will be hearing the voice of God. So my dear, that thing is all magical. It is work. It is diligent work. If you have to build it, then you have to be intentional about it. If you have to build it, then you must take personal responsibility. Somebody say after me, Lord, increase my faith. And what do you think God will say? He will say, go back to my word. Lord, increase my faith. He will say, eat my word. Eat my word. Occupy yourself with my word. 24-7, you play all kinds of music. 24-7, you watch all kinds of movies. You are feeding your soul without feeding your heart or spirit with the word. Faith comes by hearing. By hearing. By hearing. By hearing. So in this I we say what? By repeated hearing. You have a duty to listen to it over and over and over again throughout the week. And you will see that the same atmosphere in church, the same audacity that you are getting in church will follow you. This is how to deal with our faith. The Lord bless you. Amen. Now, you have been charged to go and discharge. For counseling, fellowship, 
all further inquiries, there are ministers of God just waiting to hear from you. Call now on the following hotlines. 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Beloved, you have been listening to Voice of Possibility with Reverend Jonathan Kwabla Afrik Ahali of ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, Accra, Ghana. Faith comes by hearing and hearing again. We encourage you to get the full edition of this message and other series by Reverend Afrik from ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, near the Dansuman Kipit Park. We welcome you to our following services. Sunday service at 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. for the first service and 10 a.m. to 12 noon for the second service. Our Wednesday services are from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. For further information, contact us on 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Possibility, a city set on a hill, your church in Dalsuman, where God makes every worshiper a possibility. God richly bless you.